the alabaster box. And I pray that this word will bless your heart. We'll get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The topic today is alabaster. Two stories in the Bible mentioned an alabaster box of perfume. The two stories are very similar. Both involve a woman who brings an alabaster box of perfume or ointment with which to anoint Yeshua. And both women bring the alabaster box to Yeshua while he was sitting down at a meal in the house of a man named Simon, a common name at the time. But they are two very different women, you see. The first story is about Mary of Bethany, the sister of Martha and Lazarus, and occurs at the house of Simon, a man who Yeshua had healed of leprosy. The story is in Matthew chapter 26, 6-13, Mark chapter 14, 3-9, or John chapter 12, 1-8. When Mary anoints Yeshua with the oil from the alabaster box, He blesses her, saying, She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. The other woman I'm going to talk about is much more dramatic, one which many of you out there can identify with. This woman they refer to as sinner, which meant she was living a sinful lifestyle, perhaps a prostitute to put it more mildly and and politically correct, but she was probably known today as a whore, a hooker, a night woman. She approached Yeshua in the house of Simon, the Pharisee. Luke chapter 7 verse 36 to 50. Her name is not known, but it's not important what your name is today. It's not important that they don't remember your name because your story is multiplied thousands upon thousands of times over and over again. But she's said to have been forgiven of much sin. That is the most important part here. It has been said that she has been forgiven of much sin. There's much sin in our lives today. There's much sin. There's much sorrow. There's much heartache. There's much pain and suffering. We are tired by the cares of life, the sin. We are tired by the guilt. We are tired of carrying around the weight upon us. And this woman, this story unfolds in Luke chapter 7 verse 36 to 44 and 46 to 50. Follow me, please. But let us pray before we go into this word. Heavenly Father, as I look at your word today. I pray, Yahweh of hosts, that you will bring deliverance. You will bring freedom. You will open the prison doors. You will release the captives, Father in heaven, who are held chained down by sin and circumstances. That you will bring deliverance as you did to Zacchaeus. You said, today is salvation come to his house. And let salvation come to some man, some woman, some boy, some girl today. In your son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. Luke chapter 7 verse 36 to 44 and 46 to 50. And one of the Pharisees desired that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. Notice here that the Pharisee 
invited Yeshua to his house and Yeshua did not deny him. Yeshua did not say no because the Pharisees, you see, were always trying to trip up Yeshua. They were always criticizing him, finding fault with him. They were a self-righteous bunch of people. But when they asked Yeshua to come and sit with him and have meat with him, Yeshua went along and that should be the attitude of many of us today. When they ask us to come by their homes, it doesn't matter how society brands them. It doesn't matter how you think there are sinners. But Yeshua went along and therefore you and I must go along to their house and sit with them. No matter what they say of you, they will say that you are partaking with sinners. That's all right. Yeshua has a proper record in heaven. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Yeshua sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. I've already told you above what an alabaster is, what's, what it is made from, and that it is expensive. And only such people with the type of lifestyle who can afford to buy this precious stone carved into a box can have it. And she had within that little alabaster box some ointment. And follow me carefully as we go down this intriguing and interesting story. You see, alabaster was used to store precious perfumes and ointment. In today's terminology, you may remember, you may know some of these expensive perfumes. Dulce and Gabbana, $102 for 3.2 ounces. It's described as Italy in a bottle. Very expensive. Many of you today would not be able to afford such. Chanel, Coco, Mademoiselle, $105 for 1.7 ounce. Or it could have been as expensive as Mark Jacobs, $104 for 3.4 ounces. I don't know. The scripture said that it was ointment. It was very costly. And it caused those who were present to, to begin to criticize her for wasting this, as they say, wasting this precious ointment. So she came with what she had and what she thought was dear to her. What is dear to you? What is dear to you? What do you hold as being dear to you that you can bring to Yeshua? Some people may say you are bringing too much. Some people may say you are lavishing too much for the cause of Yahweh. But what do you have in your alabaster box, I ask you today? Verse 38. And she stood at his feet behind him. She stood behind him weeping. Weeping, she came to the master. She came for deliverance because she was tired of sin. She came to the master behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with her tears. In other words, I believe that she knelt down behind the master's feet. There is the place of humility where you and I should be. It doesn't matter who's present, who's around. The Pharisees, the scribes, the Sadducees, all these people, the big shots, the who is who in society, in the church, they were present. They were invited. She was not invited. She heard that Yeshua was there but let me tell you something you don't have to be invited to church just pick yourself up and go to church because when you reach there you will have an encounter with the master Yeshua himself many people wouldn't invite you because they see you as the scourge of society they see you as an outcast they see you as a beggar they see you as a scum a bum they see you as nothing but just a worthless person insignificant in society so walk into the kingdom of Yahweh walk into his kingdom because many shall reach there without being invited only the Holy Spirit Yahweh's Holy Spirit will bring many into the kingdom she began to 
washed his feet with her tears. I don't know how much tears came out of her body, but that's a whole heap of tears. That's a whole heap of water, saline water. They say that when the, the tears is salt because it comes from deep within the person's emotion, it's salted. And she brought out all this saline water. It's not crocodile tears, my brother and my sister. It is tears of a contrite heart, a broken and contrite spirit, which Yeshua says he will not turn back. She began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair on her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Oh yes, the song says in the alabaster box, you may know this song. You may know the words to this song. The room grew still and she made her way to Yeshua. She stumbles through the tears that made her blind. She felt such pain. Some spoke in anger. Heard folks whisper, there's no place here for her kind. Still on she came, through the shame that flushed her face, until at last she knelt before his feet. And though she spoke no words, everything she said was heard as she poured her love for the master from her alabaster. My brothers and my sisters, when she made her way through the room, there was a hush, and then there was murmuring. Where is she going? Such a woman going into the presence of Yeshua. Such a woman, a prostitute, a whore, a harlot. Where is she going? Where is she going to begin to murmur and turn their noses up at this woman who was seeking salvation? No one led her to the master. No one took her hand and said, come, let me take you to the master. She came on her own accord. It didn't matter to her that there would be scorning her, ridiculing her. She came. She could not even hear them. She didn't see them. She saw Yeshua because she wanted to be saved. The song continues, my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster box. Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears. You weren't there the night he found me. You did not feel what I felt when he wrapped his love all around me. And you don't know the cost of the oil in my alabaster box. I can't forget the way life used to be. I was a prisoner to the sin that had me bound. You see, she was a prisoner to prostitution. She was a prisoner to being used and abused by the men in society. She maybe got a big house because she lied with the men in society. But you don't know the guilt that this woman carried around for years. Leave her alone. She's coming to the master with her alabaster box too many times before we help we condemn before we lift up we cast down before we build up we break down before we we pray for we pray on oh my brother and my sister but she came forward trembling and shaking came to him she came to him because she was hurting she was hurting by the pain by being used, by being used by men, by giving her body, which is the temple of Yahweh. She heard of him. She heard the news and she came. She probably was in a chat group on WhatsApp and someone sent her and forwarded a message and said, Hey, hey, Yeshua is in town. Yeshua is in town. And she picked herself up. She cleaned herself up and she came to meet this man who freed so many people. Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself and saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that touched him, for she is a sinner. They are always going to be detractors, not seeing the good in your efforts to serve Yahweh. And these people were always around Yeshua and witnessing his grace and his mercy to those who came in contact with him, yet they were judgmental. The woman was in need of a savior and that is why Yeshua came. He said, I came into the world not to save the righteous. I didn't come to call you who are righteous to repentance. I came to call sinners to repentance. And these self-righteous people didn't realize that this woman was burdened down. They didn't see someone who was in need of a savior. 
They saw the scourge of society. But she came forward still. The song says, I spent my days, poured my life without measure into a little treasure box. I thought I found until the day when Yeshua came to me and healed my soul. With the wonder of his touch, so now I'm giving back to him. All praise, he's worthy, he's worthy. I've been forgiven and that's why I love him so much. What has Yeshua done for you that you can say you love him so much? What has he done for you, my brother and my sister? Didn't you remember when you were out in the world a sinner? Didn't you remember when you were a drunkard, an adulterer, a fornicator? Didn't you remember when you were a liar, a thief, when you were such? Didn't you remember? When you were out in the club swinging about and, and doing all sorts of things, didn't you remember when you were lonely, when your heart pained you for something more and Yeshua delivered you? He brought freedom to you and deliverance to you. Don't you remember that? And Yeshua answered him and said, Simon, oh Simon, I have somewhat to say unto you. Simon, I've got to tell you something, Simon. In other words, Yeshua is saying to Simon, Simon, you grieve my heart. I got to tell you this. I have got to tell you this. And he said, Master, say on. Simon said, Speak, speak, Master. And Yeshua said, There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. You see, two people owed him. The one owed him 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, Simon, tell me, which one of them will love him most? And Simon pondered within his heart and pricked to his core, pricked with conviction. Simon answered and said, I suppose he to whom he forgave the most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. You see, Yeshua knew what to say at the right time. He knew what questions to ask. Yes, so many times people forget that when they are in church praising Yahweh and giving him glory and singing and crying and making a storm and, and whipping up a storm because they feel the love of Yeshua flowing through them, that she out there and he out there also needs to be saved. Yeshua compares the love of this woman who was forgiven much and therefore loved much to the weak love of Simon and the other Pharisees who loved Yeshua little because they thought their sins were also little and that they had little need of forgiveness. That's the danger with church today. Many people in church think that they have no sin. They have not committed big sins out there that people can see and turn their noses up. But the little sins within their hearts are the same sins that are going to take them straight into hell. The sinful woman's willingness to give Yeshua the treasured ointment in her alabaster box is a symbol of her great love and need for Yeshua. Something the Pharisees could not understand. Something the church people could not understand. Something the church will not understand, nor the board, nor the committee in church would never understand. Because many of them have not been forgiven of sins, you see. They were born righteous. As Yeshua elsewhere said unto them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. And he turned unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? Do you see this woman? Do you see this outcast? Do you see this prostitute, this whore? Do you see this sinful woman? I entered into your house, Simon. I entered into your house. You gavest me no water for my feet. My dusty feet traveling the, the dusty streets of this planet, this planet earth that I created. I walked the dusty streets and you gave me no water to wash my feet. But she had washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hairs of her head. My head with oil you didn't anoint, but this woman had anointed my feet with ointment. You see, you who are perfect, you who are sinless, you who are self-righteous, oh Simon, you did not do these things for me. But this woman who thou callest a sinner in your heart, 
This woman who you all say is the scourge of society, she came and my feet with ointment, she did anoint. The song continues, I've come to pour my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster box. Don't be angry, Simon. Don't be angry, John. Don't be angry, Peter. You weren't there the night Yeshua found me. You did not feel what I felt when he wrapped his loving arms around me. You don't know the cost of the oil. Oh, you don't know the cost of my praise. You don't know the cost of the oil in my alabaster box. Oh, you don't know the cost of my praise. You don't know. You don't know. You could never know because you weren't there. You weren't there. You will never know. Though some may not receive and even reject the authenticity of the oil in your alabaster box, Yeshua was rejected and despised just as you, just as me. But he suffered it to be so, spilling out the entire cost it would take to purchase and save a world powerless to save itself. He did this to make the old you new. You see, when it seems you have no one to turn to, remember with me, the oil of salvation was spilled out to change the course of our lives, of your lives. It doesn't matter what you have to go through. It doesn't matter what you had to go through before. Even those things you inevitably may endure. After confessing Yeshua as Lord, as Master in your life, know this, the oil lavished on you was lavished higher, deeper and wider than every situation or circumstance to include people, places, and time in which you may have felt insignificant in your journey, they may turn their noses up on you and say, you're a sinner, you're a fornicator, you're a thief, you're a gambler, you're a murderer. But the oil that Yeshua lavished upon this world, going to the cross of Calvary, taking your sin and my sin, bearing them and stumbling under the burden of the sinful life of you and me, he went to the cross. So you don't know the cost of the oil in my alabaster box. Yeshua said in verse 47, Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins which are many, his sins which are many, your sins which are many, my sins which are many are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. You see, many of you are not going to be sitting around the feet of Yeshua in the new kingdom, in the new earth, because you have not been forgiven many of your sins, because you had not sinned many. You were good. You were pretty, pretty good. You see, but I'm going to be very close to him. I'm going to be always at his feet because he did much for me. He did much for me, my brother and my sister. There's going to be a group of people always around him. When you are sightseeing and looking at the creation and when you're looking at his creative and awesome power going through all the different worlds, I will be at the feet of Yeshua, thanking him, casting my crown down at his feet because he forgave me of much. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And I can imagine that a weight lifted off from the shoulders of this woman. I believe that when she came in, she was bowed down with shame. But when Yeshua said, Thy sins be forgiven, she felt like a new creature. She felt like a new creation because, listen to me, my brother and my sister. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Yeshua Hamashiach, to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. You see, when she walked into that house, when she walked into the Pharisee's house, she came in walking after the flesh. But when she left, she left walking after the spirit. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? You may come in from the world of sin walking after the flesh. But when you meet Yeshua, when you encounter Yeshua, you will walk in the spirit. 49 and 50. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, 
Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. Oh, what a night. What a night when she was delivered, when she was released from her prison house, when she was released as a caged bird, as a captive bird. She spread her wings. She spread her wings and she flew out of that house to praise Yahweh, to live a new life, to tell people what Yeshua had done for her. She was a new creature. It doesn't matter what they think about you. As long as Yeshua says your sins are forgiven, they can say all they want. They can say all they want. Psalm 51 and verse 17 says, The sacrifices of Yahweh are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O Yahweh, you will not despise. John 8, 36 says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. You are free. If Yeshua says you are free, you are free. No man can condemn you. They condemn themselves. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 says, Come now and let us reason together, said Yahweh. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. It doesn't matter what you have done. You are going to be cleaned up, for he can clean from the guttermost to the uttermost. These are women who are all filthy. Rahab the harlot, she was a whore. Her name is written down in Hebrews, the chapter of faith. She saved Yahweh's people who went into Canaan as spies. They were delivered because of her act. She is going to be in heaven, a whore, my brother, my sister. A whore is going to be there, but a church goer who has been going to church all his life, all her life, is not going to make it. The woman at the well, she's going to be there. She's going to see Rahab. They're going to talk under the tree of life and say how they were saved from, from the burden of sin. The woman caught in adultery, yes, they who set her up are going to be lost, but she is going to be in the kingdom of heaven. And now this woman, this woman who came in with her alabaster box, every one of these women who were in problems, who were living a sinful life, a shameful life, they were saved. And many of those who are always around Yeshua, listening to him, watching on and looking for the latest gossip in town. Do you know who got saved today? The woman at the well. Do you know who got saved today? She who was caught in adultery. Do you know who got saved today? The woman with the alabaster box. But do you know who got saved today? Joel Gums got saved today. Likewise, you out there, my brother and my sister. He can do the same for you, no matter what you have done. He can do the same for you. He can clean you up. The church board cannot clean you. The pastor cannot clean you. Your mother cannot clean you. Only the grace of a loving Savior can clean you up. Would you come to Yeshua today? Would you tell him all to Yeshua? I surrender all to him. I freely give. Would you come to him today? The song says, Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. And that thou biddest me come to thee, O Lamb of Yahweh, I come. I come. Just as I am, you will receive, wilt welcome, pardon, cleanse, relieve. Because thy promise I believe, O Lamb of Yahweh, I come. Say, just as I am, Yeshua, cry out to him and say, just as I am, I am coming in my filth, in my rags. I'm coming because I need you. I need to be cleansed. I need to be cleaned up today. Say it and he will hear you. He says, whomsoever cometh unto him, he will in no wise cast out. Come to him. Come to Yeshua today. Heavenly Father, I ask you, 
that you will strengthen that man, that woman, that boy, that girl who is tied up in sin, wrapped up and tangled up in sin. Call them forth like you call forth Lazarus who was bound from his head to his feet in grave clothes. So they are today bound and wrapped up in sin. I say Yahweh of hosts, I beg you in the name of your son Yeshua Hamashiach who died for that woman, that boy, that girl. Call them forth and tell them loose, loose that man, loose that boy, loose that girl and set them free. I pray father in your son's name today. Yahweh, I thank you for deliverance. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy, Father in heaven. In your son's mighty name, with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at Proclaim Gospel VI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.